Are you struggling with lust? I'm gonna give you five keys, a bulletproof system to absolutely obliterate and destroy that spirit of lust in your life. I say destroy because it's a spiritual war. Your battle is not against flesh and blood. Your battle is not against the natural elements in this world, but your battle is one in the spirit. It's against evil forces. It's against dark principalities. It's against the present evil of this age. There's a kingdom of darkness and there is the kingdom of God. And these two are constantly at war with one another. So I'm going to give you five keys on how to truly defeat this spirit of lust. Number one is cover your ears and your eyes. What you see and what you listen to are your gates to the spiritual realm. Matthew 6, 22 says the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good or healthy or clear, your whole body will be full of light. Good eye, body is full of light. Verse 23, but if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So you must clean out your eyes. You must clear out your vision. No more looking at lustful images. No more looking at pornography. And I know you might be saying, well, yeah, of, of course, Andrew, I know this, but it's pulling me in. I'm being pulled in. Okay, we're going to get there because you have authority in the spirit to rebuke this lust, to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I rebuke every spirit of lust. Amen. So you got to be careful of what you're listening to and what you are watching, not just what you're watching, but what you're listening to as well. Are you listening to lustful things, lustful music? music about sex, drugs, alcohol, music that is clearly in con contradicting the word of God. It's coming against God, which brings us to number two, because these two go hand in hand. Number two is consecration from the world. So quick summary, number one, cover your eye and your ear gates, because these are the portals into your heart. You are commanded in Proverbs, a wise man guards his heart with all diligence because out of the heart spring the issues of life. So you must cover your eyes and cover your ears and you must consecrate yourself from this world. James 4, 4 says, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So you need to come to terms with God and recognize that you cannot be friends with this world. You're called out of this world. You're called as a chosen generation, a holy people, God's special chosen people. He picked you and he hand selected you into his holy family to dwell with him in all of eternity. And he says he's preparing a mansion for you. 
So this world is temporary and everything in this world is passing away, which is why you must consecrate yourself from the world. Stop watching the things that are worldly. Stop listening to the things that are worldly because these things are running through your mind. What you meditate on is powerful, which is why Psalm 1-1 says, Blessed is the man who meditates on God's word day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of living water. Whatever he does will prosper. But if you're meditating on worldly things, listening to music that is lustful, watching things that are lustful, then yeah, you're opening up your spiritual gates and you're opening up your heart to this lust and to these demonic things. You got to cover yourself and you got to consecrate yourself until you get strong. Spend some time in the wilderness. Spend some time in consecration. Getting strong. Okay. Number three is the fear of the Lord. You need the fear of the Lord as a practice. Proverbs 8.13 says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. So we know in Proverbs that it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The very beginning of wisdom is to fear God. And here in Proverbs 8.13, it says, The fear of God is to hate evil. If you don't hate evil, then you don't fear God. So number three, it's more than just hating evil, but it's taking this out as a practice. Solomon asks God in a dream, a heart, a wise and understanding heart to be able to discern the difference between good and evil so that way he could judge God's people. A wise heart can discern what is good, what is evil, and it has the wisdom to act on this knowledge, to stay away from the bad, to walk into the good, to stay away from the broad path that leads to destruction, and to choose that narrow path that leads to life. There's only two paths, and the road to life, it's very narrow very narrow okay it's it's holy but it's covered with peace it's cloaked in peace and joy and just the favor and the goodness of the lord so you got to hate evil okay practice this don't just be you know passive about it don't just be passive about lust don't just be passive about your sin because your sin is what leads to hell. Your sin is what is keeping you out of the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, it says, if you practice certain evil practices like drinking, fornication, sexual immorality, watching pornography, if you practice these things, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's very plain and it's very clear. So you got to know that your soul is on the line. So hate evil like your soul is actually on the line because it is. What does a man profit if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Nothing is worth your soul. You want wisdom. You want understanding. Hate every evil thing. Be blameless. Okay? 
of course, you know, we make mistakes. Sin is a deep condition of the heart and we won't fully be, you know, transformed in the image of Jesus until we see him on that final day. First John 3, 1 is what it says that we will be transformed and become like him when we see him as he is. But in this time, we must practice hating evil, carry it out actively. Knowledge just knows what to do, but wisdom actually acts on the truth. So there's some people who are going to hear this video and they're just going to receive the knowledge and they're going to let that knowledge store up in their mind. And then there are others who are actually going to defeat and destroy this spirit because they're going to be wise by actually doing this word, hating evil as a practice, like your soul is on the line because it is. Number four, this is very, very powerful. So powerful that this specific Bible verse actually gets removed out of specific Bible translations. It's Matthew 17, 21. Jesus says, after the disciples can't cast out a demon, they come to Jesus saying, why couldn't we cast it out? Why could we not cast it out, Lord? And Jesus says, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is number four. Sometimes you got to pray and you got to fast. Jesus commands his followers, his disciples to fast. Fasting is something that we should practice. And if you are struggling with the spirit of lust and you can't shake it off, fast. Fast so that way you can strengthen your inner man, strengthen your spirit man through prayer and fasting. Take up your authority in the spirit and start rebuking this thing. It's a weak spirit. I promise you the spirit of lust. It's a weak spirit. I struggled with it myself for a long time until I started to know what the fear of the Lord truly is and that I have power and authority and the Holy Spirit inside of me was so much more powerful than the weak spirit of lust. So make sure that you're not giving this power in your mind because there's some of you that will say, oh, I just can't. I'm just, I'm just bound, right? I'm just bound by iniquity. I'm bound by this spirit of lust. It just has power over me and I can't control it. This is a lie. This is a lie from the pits of hell to keep you bound to that lust. You must know you have power over lust to conquer lust and that the Holy Spirit is more powerful than any work of darkness trying to come against you. So make sure you, you're praying and you're fasting. Strengthen your whole this Holy Spirit within you and your inner spirit man by praying and fasting. Matthew 529. This is the fifth key to destroy the spirit of lust. Before I give a quick recap at the end is to limit open doors. Another way to say it, cut off some limbs. I'm speaking metaphorically and Jesus was speaking metaphorically as well. This is how big this is because your salvation is on the line. No, I'm not preaching a works-based salvation. We are saved by grace through faith, right? Faith 
alone. But faith without works is dead is what James says. That we can't abuse the grace of God, right? We're not abusing God's grace because Hebrews says, if we go on deliberately sinning, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. If our parent tells us, hey, you got to be home at 10 p.m. and you show up and you come home at 11 p.m. and you say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dad. I'm sorry, mom. I repent, you know, forgive me. And then you do the next the same thing the next day, you come home at at 11 p.m. past your curfew. You say, I'm sorry, I repent. And you're, you're numbing yourself to the law of God and you're stepping outside of God's grace by abusing it, right? We're covered by the blood. We're covered by his grace, but this is not a license or an excuse to sin. Which is why Jesus said this in Matthew 5, 29. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than your whole body to be cast into hell. Likewise, Jesus said, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. So what do you need to cut off? If it's your phone, cut it off. If it's your internet connection, cut it off. You might say, Andrew, oh, you know, I care about these things. I I need my phone. I, I need internet. You don't need anything more than the salvation of your soul and the presence of God. Whatever it is, it is not worth it. I believe in going to extreme lengths. I don't believe in plucking out your eye unless that's, you know, the absolute only way, but it's not. You can take out your phone. You can take out your internet. And you can fast and you can pray and you will destroy this thing and God will bless your obedience. God will bless your prayers. He will bless your fasting and the favor of God will fall upon you when you remove this spirit out of your soul. When you're no longer under the influence of this lust, but you're walking in calling, you're walking in purpose, and you're leading others onto the path of eternal life. Amen. Let me give you a quick summary. Do these five keys, and I promise you, in the name of Jesus, you will destroy that spirit of lust. Number one is cover your eye and your ear gates. Be mindful of what you are watching and who you are listening to, because these things will go into your mind. And Romans 8, 6 says, the carnal mind is death, but the spiritual mind is life and peace. Number two is practice the fear of the Lord or practice actively hating evil. If it's evil, hate it. Speak your hate for it. Speak your disgust for that lust. Say, I hate you, lust. I hate you, pornography. I hate you, be lusting after other women, lusting after other men. I hate you in Jesus' name. You have no power over me. Number three, it's consecration. Consecration from the world. You must consecrate yourself. God has chosen you out of this world. So do what you have to do to consecrate yourself. If you get strong in the spirit over a matter of time, two years, three years, yeah, Go back in the world and evangelize. But first, you must, you, you got to get strong yourself. 
You got to get strong yourself. Even Paul, he separated himself for three years right after he met the Lord and he had his time with Jesus before he stepped back to evangelize and carry out his calling. Number four is prayer and fasting. You must pray and fast in order to receive some deliverance. Number five is limit open doors and cut off some limbs if you have to. Cancel the internet, throw the phone out, do whatever you got to do because your soul is on the line and it is not worth it. God bless you, my friend. Today's a day of victory for you. Today's a day to absolutely defeat and destroy this lust and give you peace in your soul. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Bye-bye and I'll see you soon.